Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today, I'm really excited to have Miriam. Miriam is the founder of Quoka. Am I am I pronouncing that right? Yes, yes, you are. All right. So, welcome to the couch, Miriam. Thank you so much for having me. I really am excited to chat with you today. All right. So, on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring amazing people like you, Miriam, who are building great products in the markets. For them to talk about the products they're building, um, their journeys through building these products, and how impactful these products are in our communities. So diving right into the questions, what is Quoka and how does it all work? Yeah, thank you so much. It feels good to be put in that category of amazing founders building amazing things. I'm just doing my best. Uh, So Quoka is an anonymous messaging exchange designed to increase the mental health of founders. It's the first digital product that I'm bringing to market as part of my startup Hebor. The way that it works is pretty simple. People join under a very low cost membership and then they're able to exchange messages with each other anonymously. So if you are a member of Quoka, you can send in messages and then they are compiled in a central kind of holding zone that we call Quoka. And Quoka mm-hmm. then analyzes the messages and makes sure that they get routed appropriately and sent out according to each member's preferences. Um, and then members can choose to engage back as little or as much as they want. No replies mm-hmm. ever required. Okay. Um, and all of this is anonymously right so I, I never get to know who it is on the other side and they don't ever get to know who i am yep exactly okay i think that's really really interesting and so i think my next question is um how did you start this i i, I think i think this is a great way um what would I, what do i call it a great support system for um people who are building um <clears throat> cool stuff but then I'm really quite curious about the founding journey. What led you to, you know, this particular idea and, you know, making it anonymous? What's the founding story like? Yeah, so it really goes back a few years. Um, I'm an artist. I'm an artist before I'm an entrepreneur. And okay. my first series as an artist, I was exploring this concept of technology and memory and how technology affects our memory as people. And so through that, I was doing a bunch of different digital performance type of art and and just looking into how the brain is affected by technology and putting out paintings and creating things. And another uh, event that happened during that time that had a huge impact on me was a a colleague from an old uh, startup that I worked at reached out to me and they were in a really bad place. I, I had recently taken a training on suicide prevention and so my training kicked into gear and and it was an impactful event and in my life that I think about often and and project IB which is what Quoka was called before it was Quoka was launched out of that uh, event Um, and then as the project has developed as we launched our MVP did user research got feedback made changes other events have also occurred that, as I've reflected on on the whole series as an artist, 
it became clear what I was building was also a result of, of other events that were happening. So synchronous experiences, random coincidences, thinking that technology can be really used to support that magic of, of those random experiences that seem to be unrelated, but in the end of the day are so impactful on us as people. And yeah. then there was a, a, a quite, kind of a quite traumatic experience of uh, having a panic attack, my first panic attack, and having it in a very public place and, and having my my faith in humanity kind of shooken at that point. And I think part of Quokka is trying to prove that humans are good and, and to restore my faith in humanity. Um, as you know, probably in, in the United States in this past year, it's been quite... Um, a disruptive year for people of color and, and yeah. being a woman of color I've really had to come to terms with all of these different uh, impact points of my life and injustices and and so Quoco's partially about that and because as a founder my experience is different but for all founders it's unique it's it's unique and it's it's an incredibly hard thing to do to be an entrepreneur and to be a yeah. founder one third of founders are clinically depressed and the de, you know the depression suicide rates of entrepreneurs in the united states there's a higher rate in our group than compared to other groups so we're under an extreme amount of pressure to perform we're living in a time when our public profile is not within our control and we're just people we are people just like like everyone else and quokka is a safe place for us to learn to communicate and connect with each other without feeling like we're going to be judged and and maybe someone will doubt us that has power over our success down the line yeah yeah that makes perfect sense I think that's actually super um, inspiring and founding story because I, as a founder, I totally relate to that. I relate to um, being depressed. I relate to um, having an enormous amount of pressure um, to deliver, basically. So this is this is basically the story of my life. So <laughs> this is really, 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 really inspiring to hear. Um, really amazing. And so... Um, how would you describe growth as at Quokka today? What have you done? How would you say you have grown Quokka, um, if you are asked? Oh, it's been such a journey. I can, I mean, luckily, I'm not very tech savvy, <laughs> I guess. And I, normally founders would think that that's a downside. But what it's forced me to do is build really small. And that allows me to learn a lot really in a safe place without having scalability problems and and making mistakes that are huge right and so all of my mistakes and learnings as i build the mvp launch it test uh learn reiterate launch again do the same process of testing and learning there you know there are small groups of people that are that are open to testing with me and really giving me honest feedback about the product so that now we're looking at 
scaling, building something that we can really push out to the masses, we, I've learned so much along the way, just, um, because I'm not as tech savvy, it's, it's forced me into doing that. Yeah. That's actually super amazing. Um, and so, um, what is your vision for Coca? Are you looking to scale it? Um, I mean, your next, you know, milestone, what are you looking forward to at Coca? Um, I'm guessing you are, you have co-founders. Do you have co-founders? I am a solo founder. Okay. Um, this year, I did bring on interns and hired my first uh, team member to okay. work with me, a UX UI designer. All right. Um, but All she's right. actually going on maternity leave <laughs> oh, wow. next week. So I will be back to kind of solo, solo Working entrepreneuring separate. it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, but um, in terms of milestones, yeah. what we're working on is this current MVP, really getting our onboarding process tested out and beautiful. I want it to be an amazing experience for people that they join Quoka and understand how it works, how they can use it and leverage it. Um, we have definitely figured out the niche market of founders before I wanted to help so many people with mental um, health challenges, you know, veterans and single moms and energy workers, doctors, first responders. There's just so many people that need this. And yeah. I, I respect that. Eventually, I want to expand and help everyone. I see as well a great use for Quoka within organizations and making sure that your teams are healthy, happy, and well. Um, but some of the milestones that we're looking at are really uh, looking at the the mental health of individuals and measuring it right now it's been very kind of hey give us feedback do you feel like this is this is helpful and people are like yeah no it's really great blah 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 and they, they tell us great things about they using quokka but I want to have hard numbers behind that where we're measuring people's mental health before they use it and as they use it and after this many months of using it, we're seeing this much of percentage increase in people's mental health. So that's definitely a milestone that we're looking to hit with this next MVP is figuring out how we're going to put some solid statistics and measurement numbers okay. behind it. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And so um, I'm guessing um, what that would also do is you would need to um, bring in a tech product into this um that is going to be able to handle all of the maths all of the logic and everything and so um what's your plans around that are you looking to raise funding have you already raised funding we haven't raised any funding i'm a total bootstrapper and okay. eventually we're in our uh, a boot camp right now it's my first time taking a boot camp it's the navigate.capital boot camp and that's really what they do is they prepare you to raise capital um the okay. reason that i bootstrapped is because looking at the process of raising capital it's so much to learn yeah. and yeah. i'm uh, you know i like to be like okay let's do this like let's put it out there let's and to think about, oh, now I've got to stop and pause and like learn how to navigate through yeah. investors and like that whole thing. And there's so much drama and I've heard horror stories about it. Yeah. So yeah. eventually, yeah. yeah, I do think we'll go and raise when we okay. want to scale. But 
after taking this boot camp, I might look at doing an incubator and then maybe an accelerator. I don't have friends and family um, that I can raise from. That's just not a thing for me. So um, my fundraising story is going to look different from the traditional model of, yeah. of funding. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, and even even about that, um, I don't know if you like to um, get in touch with um, VCs in the US. You know, I think one of the easiest ways to um, start navigating those um, waters is starting from now, starting this early to build a relationship with um, angel investors that you might meet along the way, VCs, so that when you get to the point when you actually need to raise money, it wouldn't be a difficult conversation. So um, I'll personally um, connect you with some VCs that are um, um, sponsoring this podcast so that um, maybe it's a relationship people would, you know, like to work on and so that when you need it, it will be there for you. Thank you. Yeah, that would be amazing. And just to share with listeners, I went and filled out um, a fund board. There's a or there's an organization called Fundboard. I think it's yeah. fundboard.com. But don't mm-hmm. quote me on that. But what they do is, even I'm not, even though I'm not raising right now, you put in your information and you get back a um, a personalized list of investors that kind of fit your market and where you are. Um, I also have another resource. It's called Fund Funder Pitch, um, and they allow you to do an audio pitch um, and then from there and actually I think I'm getting the name wrong I'm so bad so sorry about that but if people I, I can get it to you <laughs> and Thomas yeah. said that you can get it to people um, yeah. but yeah, you fill you do your your audio pitch and then they send it out to investors and investors can come and listen to it on the platform yeah. and then they reach out to you so those are two things if other people are listening and looking to the funding yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really, really helpful. Um, and so my next question for you, Miriam, is what would you say are your two major challenges that you face today building out poker? Oh, so, I mean, the there's so much to do, right? Yeah. Prioritizing features and what we're going to build out um, is definitely a challenge. I have to be extremely focused and put together my to-dos week to week and not deviate from them even if I get a lot of feedback and people are saying this change that and I'm like oh my god that's such a good idea I'm like okay just put that in a little holding zone we'll get to it when we get to it focus on what you're already trying to get done Um, so that's a major challenge Um, another challenge that has been for me because I'm building in public is I didn't realize that when bad things happen, you have to also talk about that. And I didn't, you know, when I decided that I was going to build in public, I was really in a good place. And then as, as bad things happen, I was like, oh, now I have to be raw and real. So it's, it's an extreme amount of vulnerability and just trying to always keep my faith strong that even if I'm sharing my mistakes and the bad things that happen, it's not going to prevent me from being successful. Um, yeah. So that and and the constant balance, like my biggest fear is at the end of this whole entrepreneur journey, 
um, I will have worked too much and not spend enough time with my family, which is extremely important to me. So that's a challenge, just trying to fold in spending time with with my family and and people that love me and care about me and prioritizing that around my my dream and my vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see um, something that stands out would be prioritization. So be it um, features you need to work on, which is most important, be it um, your personal relationships, your family, your friends, navigating the whole work-life balance. Um, Yeah. And, and this is something that a lot of founders also face. So before I let you go, I have a very last question, and that is, what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far building Focalas business? Yeah. I mean, I guess the lessons with Quoka and just life in general as an artist, I try to just get a little bit better each day. I try to take a moment and be uh, kind with myself on if I make a mistake or I mess up, I snap on someone, I get stressed out, like to try to correct it. And and then the next opportunity I I have in that same situation to do different, to to act differently. And if I can do that just a little bit each day, um, I think that's good. We have this long-term vision and goal, but the lesson for me is that you don't get there at once. You have to start today with just one thing, you know, a little thing, just a little improvement, getting one thing done. And and over the last four years of me doing that, I've seen tremendous growth. And um, so that's the lesson is just take it a little bit at a time. Yeah. And... On this juncture, I'd like to say thank you so much, Miriam, for coming on the couch today. This has been a very, very deeply inspiring conversation that we have had today. Um, And I'd like to say thank you very much. Thank you for this opportunity. And um, I hope that people feel comfortable reaching out to me and they got value from this. I'm always happy to help others. And I appreciate this opportunity to come on the podcast so much to just reflect on what I'm building. Your questions were great. Thank you. Yeah. And for everyone listening, make sure that you check out Quokka. Um, and MVP is going to be out and I'm going to um, share about it and stuff so that you know um, what the platform to use when you want to connect with people. Um, if you're building stuff, if you're a founder, if you're you know, building a community and you need some kind of support you need to feel like you're not alone you don't need to be judged Hoka is that platform that was designed for you in mind and so um make sure you subscribe make sure you share this episode with your friends you already know that every single week we bring you founders like miriam who are doing amazing stuff in our communities and until next time see ya